0: hi guys welcome back to a gallery walk this is your host masa shobuki and today as you guys requested we're going to be talking about identity so i really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as i'm going to and stay tuned for further episodes every sunday and i really hope you guys enjoy this episode okay so being honest with you guys i kind of like had to look up what identity is not because i don't know but because i can't like you know define that i mean i know what identity is but like i don't know how to explain it but i had to look it up and according to google it says that it's the fact of being who or what a person or thing is and it also says um the distinguishing character or personality of an individual so when you think of the word identity i think the most common question let's say um that all i bet like all humans have asked themselves and not twice maybe once but it's the question of who are we who am i you know so it's this ongoing question um i mean when we consider who we are or rather who we believe ourselves to be i think many of us cite our backgrounds maybe um, beliefs uh, experiences and interests but like looking into it what is our true identity and what are the factors and the building blocks that create the person we identify as through the years so I think that when we talk identity there's like many factors that affect it and impact it you know growing up you could like Go through a bunch of phases and stages in your life, where maybe people affect you, maybe the environment surrounding you, um, your belief, your background. You know, it's like this ongoing cycle. So, what do we mean when we say identity? Um, So, as I said, um, it's mainly this the distinguishing character or personality of an individual, and it's like also the relation established by psychological identification. So we're gonna talk more about that over like later on the episode. But I first wanna like talk about um, the different types of identity. So we have a personal identity and we also have social identity. And we're also gonna look into the difference between both and we're gonna discuss both. So as we discuss identity right now, as I mentioned, we're gonna consider two types of identity. have personal and social identity and our personal identity or self-identity as we all know is the answer to one of the most important questions all humans ask about you know life (laughs) it's who am i so personal identity is our concept of how we think of ourselves so this involves factors that we can control like our decisions interests um And also those we can, such as our families, our race, you know, these are stuff just we can't control. We're born within it, so we can't really, you know, modify anything. So our personal identity is mainly how we perceive ourselves. However, our social identity is how others perceive us. So, for example, my personal identity. um, Let's say I like a certain genre of music. I like rock. And I also like reading, um, let's see, I, let's say I like reading young adult um, fiction books or novels. So that would mainly, that's something that I can change. Maybe later on I'll be more into classic books and let's say classical music. So this is something that I can change throughout the years. It isn't something that I should, you know, it isn't something that stays the same no matter you know what goes on in my life it's just something that can be changed throughout different phases of my life so that's that and I think people can recognize us by our characteristics within our school our community society um and I think I do think that society will identify each person from these characteristics so society loves putting on labels on people so for example um let's see. um let's say i'm tall right <laughs> i can't control that i can't control how tall or short i am i mean if you wear heels or you know but that's different you can't really control how tall you are you're just born with it um so for example i'm a tall person i'm not but as an example I think people would, like, label me, oh, she's a thogger, you know what I mean? It's it's just this ongoing thing that society loves. I think society loves putting labels, they love labels, and they absolutely hate when they don't have any labels for people. So that's that. And I do think that the place, the individual, like, they kind of, like, place the individual in a collective sort of group um, with others that do share the same characteristics. So... As I mentioned earlier, let's continue on the same example. I like like rock music and I do like reading young adult fiction novels or books. So I do think that if somebody comes up to me and be like, for example, I'm like listening to a certain song and somebody like knows the song and they like the artist. I do think that we can connect in some sort of way because we do have similar interests. And I don't think that like social identities, they can also like kind of be defined by our financial, um, religious or any behavioral like status. Um, So yeah, and now we're gonna like kind of talk about social identity. The concept of, like, social identity was created as a means to consider it the way, like, social, like, like, okay, I kind of, like, got mixed up. So it's kind of, like, where people choose which social group a person belongs to. Um, there is some historical background between, like, how people, like, you know, decided there, like, there's something called the social, like, there's something... That's called the social identity, but we're not going to get into that. Um, So how do we form an identity and what factors do influence our identity's formation? So in a sense, every stimulus we experience, either consciously or subconsciously, throughout our lives has an impact on the way we in society create and label our identities. So... Anything that I've like went through can either affect me as a person or anyone surrounding me, the environment, the people, oh, my family, my loved ones. So all goes on and on. doesn't only affect me as a person, if, like it affects the people around me, the community, you know what I mean? So identity formation and evolution are impacted by a variety of internal and external factors, as you mentioned. Uh, Society, family, loved ones, um, let me think, ethnicity, race, culture, um, media, interests, appearances. And we're going to be discussing each factor this episode. So, you know, I hope you guys hang till the end. So, our first factor is going to be society, which, in my opinion, is one of the most important factors that can form our identities. And it can influence them, like, so much that they kind of, like, make up a good portion, not portion, but, like, a good percent of who you are. So that does really affect um, your identity. Um, Another thing that I really want to talk about is the effect and the impact that both friends and families and loved ones have on your identity so they could like base like they can like um influence the level of support or conflict that we receive from our family and in many cases the level of support or conflict is also influenced by factors in our parents lives that contribute to their own identities such as financial status or for example the level or uh, of I'm sorry. The level of education. So aside from our like family-based relationships, our platonic and romantic relationships also change who we are. So as our relationships become more serious, the valence and the size of our concept of self changes as well, obviously. And we can also gain and lose traits, both positive and negative characteristics. Uh, That becomes kind of like hallmarks of our identity. And these relationships can also positively and negatively influence important facets or our self concept Such as causing us to lose interest in things that we enjoy or fall out of touch with our religious or cultural attachments. But also there's like this kind of bright side of this. We can also quit bad habits, for example, like if I uh let's say if I was using if I was an addict to whatever it is, I mean I'm scared Spotify is gonna like I don't know delete the episode so I'm not gonna mention it, but I think most of us get what I mean. Um if I was like an addict, um no matter what type or what I was addicted to. It's, it's a bad habit being addicted to something isn't good, whatever it is. And I got into this relationship, platonic or romantic, doesn't matter, both relationships. Um, and because I know that this person loves me so much, and maybe because I'm afraid to lose that person, I started maybe quitting or staying clean. So that's like an important milestone and that really can like be a huge thing, you know, because I like I just quit a habit because of a person and that kind of like really affects who and what you are. So that's I find that really beautiful and I really do hope. Um all of you guys listening are gonna find your people and you're gonna find people who love you and appreciate you as much as you deserve to. So that's that on family and your loved ones. So ethnicity, race, and culture. And I I cannot wait to talk about this because it's one of the most com- like complex and factors that do influence identity formation. Uh, and these aspects of our lives are conti- continually evolving, both in a way the members of each group define their group, and kind of like how society chooses to define these groups. So while we have no control over our race and ethnicity, we can decide to immerse or distance ourselves from the cultures, religions, and customs that we're born into. and. I think all of these factors influence our identity from the moment we're born, especially when our families identify strongly with these associations. So along with creating a foundation for our system of beliefs, these factors also influence our behaviors and attitudes, and each cultural group may express their emotions, maybe approach problems or conduct their lives in a way that is vastly different from another group. Another thing is that many people have a strong sense of pride when it comes to these factors. However, our environment reacts to features like our skin color, heritage, or our cultural customs can either streng- like strengthen or weaken our sense of pride in that aspect of our identity. So, the attitude and behaviors directed at us influence the way we respond and specifically in the way we express or repress this aspect of our identity. So I do believe that they have a huge effect on who you are, who do you want to be, and on the general question that I do believe everyone did at least ask themselves once. Um, So I think that's my take on culture and ethnicity. I do believe that people should stay in touch with these aspects because they're really important. Um, But I don't think that they should influence who you really are. So you should be whoever you want to be. They shouldn't like stop you. But I think culture is a beautiful thing. And I really do hope everyone doesn't stay in touch with their own culture and beliefs. And you know, (laughs) because it is beautiful. Moving on, we're gonna be talking okay, we didn't mention family, society, culture, ethnicity, um so I think what we have left is life experiences, appearance, uh, uh, both appearance and self-expression, personal interests, location and opportunities and media. So we do have a long episode going on. <laughs> And I hope that you guys are still here with me right now. So location. Um, location and opportunities are perhaps two of the most variable influences on our identities. The country we're born in, maybe the town we live in, and the community we're a part of, impact our sense of self. And the current, maybe, I know that's like kind of far, but like, also, the government, economy, and like even the time in which we live does impact how we see ourselves and the world, as well as you know geography. Like I know it's pretty far and it's not that connected, but it is in some sense. Um, it can also influence our productivity, creativity, and happiness. So. Appreciating your identity has also a lot to do with the opportunities our location affords us. So if we feel for example, like if I feel isolated, out of place or unaccepted in you know my community. So I don't believe that these can like come into conflict with our personal identity. And not according to me but according to research. They found out the different variables with our physical surroundings can actually change the way we perceive our lives. So while it might not change our personality, it kind of like it can reinforce our existing thoughts about our identity. So I do believe that opportunities to affect who you are, and without opportunities in life experiences, I don't believe we'll be able to, you know create or make change within who we are and who we want to be and it it can also be hard to kind of like succeed without opportunities because what are we without opportunities i mean we can't do anything so they do affect existing thoughts about who we are and what makes us us (laughs) okay so moving on to media Media, uh, that's gonna be kind of like a complicated one. So, kind of like society, the media influences how we should in, like, how we do see ourselves. The media has like an immediate impact on our perceived reality. We um, can consciously and subconsciously receive messages through advertising, maybe television shows, movies, games, uh, and also music that kind of like reinforces our conflicts with our beliefs about life and whether or not we should be content with who we are. And these, fal- these fal- false, like, I don't want to say arguments, they kind of like depictions of reality can harm our self-perception. So the inter- like the internet, kind of like provides a wealth of information and communication that we can use as a guide for social comparison and to find others who share our collective identity. But but there is a but we there is like kind of like this negative side, like too much information and exposure can make us question aspects of our identity, and especially like exposure to media in any form is just as influential in shaping our identity as our family, friends and society. So for me, I, I really do regret like being on social media as like at such a young age, because sometimes looking at like these standards that society, you know, agrees on, let's say, or has, really do scare me, you know? Because no matter how much I do try to change, I really can't because these standards, they just keep on changing and changing and changing. And I can't, like, I can't can't do anything about it. So the internet, as I said, it does provide information. However, too much information can, you know, make us question aspects of our identity. And also as a social concept, the advances in internet technology can help us transform our identities in new ways. So social media specifically gives us a platform to showcase our physical identity. And it kind of like creates a virtual identity. This virtual identity can embody elements of our true identity. And also it can kind of like allow us to withhold certain aspects of ourselves that we may not embrace confidently. There's like also this thing that I really want to talk about. It's like this other option that social media does give to us. Uh, we also have the choice to create an entirely different identity as a way to like kind of further explore ourselves or cope with our real identity. So I do feel like this part can be dangerous, but it can also allow us to, like, try new things and maybe do things without, you know, feeling judged by others. Because if others knew that, okay, yeah, that's you, you're doing that, why are you doing that? Maybe you would, I don't know, be embarrassed or ashamed of who you really are. But I really do hope that people use that in, like, the correct, I don't know, the correct way because some people can like use that in the wrong way and it can be really dangerous okay um so personal interests our hobbies and like personal interests are so like are like also essential elements of our identity and when we first get to know someone else a common conversational threat concerns their interests so for example as i said if i like listening to um nirvana right and i see someone for example wearing a nirvana i'm sorry a nirvana shirt or maybe listening to them you know i would definitely go up to them and talk to them about it. i'd be like oh my god you, you listen to nirvana too so it's like Um, It's this like ongoing thing that, you know, happens between certain interactions. Um, So that's like just something that happens when we first get to know someone else. Maybe uh, get to know their interests. uh, What do they do for a living, you know. And their favorite movies, bands, how they relax or have fun, you know. So it kind of like gives us information on which we ba- we kind of base our initial opinions or let's say kind of like first impressions. Um, so these like, they're like kind of like hopes, dreams, and favorite memories can also shed light on how they seem to perceive themselves. So they can like, for example, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at this. Somebody picks like kind of like a sad movie with a really tragic or traumatic backstory. I could, I mean, I can't really assume, but you know, one of the possibilities maybe because they went through something similar, or maybe because they relate to a certain character. So that can really like, you know, help us know how they perceive themselves and how we perceive them. Also, our careers are also strongly tied to our identities. So, while our perception of ourselves can enhance or limit our potential as employees, the role that we hold can influence our personal identity. So, job insecurity can strain our sense of self, which success in a role can reinforce our identity. However, those who hold several positions in different industries may find that their multiple career identities challenge their sons of kind of like a singular personal identity. I know that like career is still like, you know, ahead of us. I mean, I do assume most of my listeners are teenagers. So I know I'm talking about something that's gonna be, you know, later on, too early for this. Um, but you know, it really does affect it. How, how you act, how you behave. really end up with which career you're gonna get into or you know what suits you what suits your identity what makes you more like the most comfortable with oh god the next one is gonna be hard to talk about appearance and self-expression and god knows how much i've struggled with both so how we look and present ourselves to the world can say a lot and i mean a lot about who we are and it can, like, it can also impact how others perceive and treat us. So it isn't, also, like, it isn't only about how others see us, it's also about how they treat us, um, which obviously in turn shapes identity formation. So our physical identity is not superficial. It's actually an aspect of ourselves that we kind of tie our sense of identity. And our appearance and way we express ourselves are how we choose to present this identity visually. So we may choose to, pre- to kind of like project our culture, um, maybe our personal interests, uh, our status through appearance. So maybe let's say I am Arab. I decide to wear a traditional thobe in public. And let's say I'm not in my home country. So this can really like you know. You know people can perceive me as oh she like, I mean it's not only about liking but you know they'd be like, oh she's proud of where she's from she's confident she's etc you know it's it's an ongoing thing, and as I mentioned earlier about the personal interests, if I saw somebody that was wearing like a Nirvana shirt I would obviously go up to them because they are them wearing the shirt, I'd be able to like um I'd be like kind of able to know that they like Nirvana. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that. Um I do think allowing our appearance and self expression to influence image like for me I would personally allow my appearance and self expression to influence I like a huge part of my identity but that's not healthy so it's kind of like sadly our society does project false realities to kind of like ruin our perception of what constitutes the ideal appearance and even though it's it is healthy for us to be comfortable to i'm sorry i'm sorry what did i say like that it is healthy for us to become like Oh my god, what? I I can't say comfortable. Okay, right. It is healthy for us to be comfortable and confident in the way we present ourselves to society. But kind of like being overly critical of our appearance is unhealthy. And if we believe that society's depiction of approved and unapproved likeness likeness, is like... I cannot speak today I'm sorry guys this is like a really bad first episode I really hope you guys actually listen to the podcast later on because I don't know what's going on with me today but I'm really sorry <laughs> I'm kind of nervous because you know first episodes everyone's gonna be saying that if that's irrelevant I'm sorry you guys um what was I saying oh, like society's standards those who do not meet the standards can kind of like experience I don't know in an identity crisis in some sort of way and it can lead to further on issues about self-love and um just loving and accepting yourself the way you are because obviously society's standards are not going to stay the same they're going to change and you can't keep on changing yourself every time society decides that something's not beautiful or something's not correct. Or, oh, you, um, for example, if I have curly hair and society's like, no, straight hair is nicer and I like my curly hair. I should not change that just because society thinks I don't, you know, that it's wrong. Because not everything society thinks is correct. And I really do hope that you guys get that into your head because this really does play a huge impact I've been struggling with this like with appearance and the way society you know sees me or you know kind of like perceives me and I've been like struggling with my body image because okay what if society doesn't like if I gain or lose weight what if society doesn't like the way my hair is you know I keep overthinking and then I just realized that I can't just keep on waiting and like, I can't keep on like waiting for society to accept me for me. And I, I mean, I'm just gonna accept myself. And I find that really amazing because it really did take me a lot of time. Obviously, I'm, I, I'm not like, I don't fully, I, mean, I don't wanna say this in a mean way about myself, but I'm not fully comfortable with myself yet, but I am getting there and I really hope everyone You know, accept and love them like, kind of like love themselves the way they should because everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves acceptance. That's the least we could do. And I really like if you guys see anyone struggling with that, I really hope you guys would go and you know comfort them in some sort and be there for them because that's the least we could do as humans and yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm getting emotional um another thing life and past experiences and i do have a lot of stories on that so past it like past experiences can like also contribute to our identity um maybe developmental trauma experienced in childhood also shapes who we are as adults um With earlier instances of distress, maybe they could lead to more profound levels of negatively impacted identity formation. But thankfully, you know, there is a solution. We can work through our traumatic self brought on by childhood events to create a healthy adult identity. So our positive life experiences also shape our identities. And overcoming difficult times through adolescence or adulthood can help us build resiliency in our sense of, like, self. Why did I see that? That was a long sentence. Okay. okay. Moving on. Um, even positive emotional support we receive as children can, like, have a positive effect on our relationships decades later. Whether the experience is inherently positive or negative... How we experience it and process those experiences shape the way we perceive ourselves. Um, so I do have a few stories that I would like to share, and some of them are not even stories. But the first, like, it's not a story. It's actually just like something that I wanted to share. Um, I remember when I think back January uh, last year. Uh, I watched this series, this animated series, it's called Metal Family. And I remember one of these episodes throughout the series. Um, it shares the backstory of one of the main characters, he's called Lamb. And this story really does, you know, it revolves around the whole concept of identity. And I really think you guys should like watch a great series. Obviously, it's like, kind of like 16 plus, but like, you know, still a good series. Um, It basically goes on about, um, he was a kid, and I remember that, I mean, I'm just gonna say how I remember, maybe I'm gonna miss out on a few details, but if you guys wanna watch the entire thing, I'm gonna put it in the description if that's possible. And if it's not, it's just called Middle Family. You can look it up on YouTube and you can go watch it over there. But yeah basically what I was saying um it basically narrates the backstory of one of the main characters and I remember um, when he was a kid he used to like practice or play the violin not out of love but out of like force he was forced kind of by his dad and whenever he made a mistake while playing the violin whether it was by the tone the notes you know whatever it was um I remember that his dad would like hold his arm up and he would like hit him or I don't know But it it was he he was living in this abusive traumatic household and later on he started like sneaking out and discovering who he is because you know his dad was really strict and he was abusive and he didn't give him the chance to experience his self and really like you know go through the journey of who he really is and he met this boy and this boy introduced him to rock or old music I don't remember which like what was the genre exactly and just keep in mind the character Glam Um, he only played classical music on the violin and I remember like a few days later he had his piano exam and the boy that he met that introduced him to um, rock or alternative music. I don't remember what it was the genre, so I'm sorry if I said anything wrong because I watched it like a, a year ago. Um, I remember, uh, oh my god, why am I stuttering a lot? I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he, he basically got first place in his exam and GLAM got second place. And he went back home and his dad figured out that he's been sneaking around and that he's been hiding stuff from him and that he didn't get first place and he was really mad and pissed and he asked him that it's either he stays home and does and like, you know, continues on this path for the rest of his life or that he leaves and later on he decides to leave. And I remember he was so confused at the beginning of his journey because he didn't know where to start and he didn't know what to do because he was alone. Obviously, he ran away from home. And he was just trying to figure out, okay, who am I? Also, his name wasn't Gnab. Like, before he ran away, he was called Sebastian, I think. I don't remember, guys. I'm sorry, but that's what I remember. And he decided... He decided that there is no Sebastian anymore. My name is Glam and I'm gonna go by Glam. And I think that Glam is who I am. (laughs) Oh my god, that rhymes. So I find that really beautiful. The way he kind of like stood up for himself and the way that he, you know, took the risk to actually find out and go through this journey and ending Like ending this journey with self-love and self-acceptance is really beautiful. And I really do hope everyone goes through this journey and everyone ends up accepting and loving themselves. Another thing, um, five or six years ago, I decided to join the school's track and field team, uh, mainly the cross-country team. And I remember um, the team was like, you know, it was middle school and we there was like also high schoolers. And I remember at a young age, I was maybe in like I was I remember I was in middle school, but I, I don't remember what class exactly. I think it was fifth or sixth grade. Doesn't really matter. Um, I was surrounded by people who were all, like older than me. Either by two years, five years, four, three, doesn't matter. But I remember it was really nice growing up with people who had different perspectives due to them being older than me or, you know, having different opinions or sharing things that I don't know yet, you know. I find that really nice and I'm forever thankful for the experience because without that, I wouldn't have got to, you know, learn what I learned. Another thing, I also joined the orchestra, and I'm sorry, but it was so miserable. Like, for me, I hated it. My mom decided that I should join, and I was not thrilled with the idea, but I did it anyways. And I stayed in the orchestra for, like, six years, I think. (laughs) And I played the violin, and I remember I, like, the orchestra made me hate the violin, and I quit the violin, and I started playing the piano, and right now I love the piano, and I really hope I don't hate the piano anymore. <laughs> so, mm, other than that, we're going to go back to our main question today. Who are we really? What is personal identity, and why is identity important? So, I think that society is one of, like, answering our question. Society is one of the more, like, the many factors that shape who we are and in turn our collective and personal identities shape society. So as we grow individually and together, identities evolve and influence the identities of future generations. So I think I really hope that I kind of like answered your question today or maybe I kind of like gave you like a head start or, you know, Maybe it's just general information. Maybe you just you like, maybe you guys just listen to this for fun. But I really do hope you guys enjoy because I really did enjoy. I enjoyed talking to you guys and I really hope that you guys come back and listen to the next episode. Actually, I'm kind of like struggling. No, I'm not struggling. I'm just like I can't make up my mind though on which. Uh, topic i should cover in my next episode i really want to cover friendships but i like i kind of like want to get a guest speaker and you know maybe i should get a friend and we could talk about friendships together so i really do think that that would be fun but if i also did it on my own i think that would be fun because (laughs) i could talk to like about three hours about friendships, Scott. But other than that, I really do hope you guys have a nice rest of your day or a nice day in general. And I hope that everyone's doing all right. And I really want to thank you guys for um, staying till the end and watching, not watching, after listening to this episode. I really enjoyed it. And stay tuned for further episodes every Sunday. Thank you, guys. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.